here it is, the uh, last couple of days of August. And, you know, frankly, I've kind of taken much of the month off <laughs> in a lot of ways. I've been busy in a lot of ways, but uh, business-wise, I don't know, a little little off. Uh, you know, I've, I've done little to no blogging. I think I've posted one or two things since the beginning of August, including an interview I did a couple of weeks ago. And, of course, this one, it'll squeeze in barely uh, by the end of the month. Um so the second podcast, been working on, you know, yard stuff. I'm building a fence in the backyard, uh, took a vacation to Monterey. Uh, my main computer died. My iMac, I know it's only two years old. It's in the shop. Uh, hopefully it'll come back soon and, and be uh, spiffy again. Uh, so I'm on the, like, I'm on, a, I'm, I'm literally recording this with a 10 year old, 10 plus year old MacBook Pro. Yeah, it goes back a long way. It's, it's so old. I can't even put the last two operating systems from Apple on it. So yeah, Mac OS is, I don't know, <laughs> several years old. Uh, but uh, hey, this is Tim Patterson. This is a trade show guy, Monday Morning Coffee. Mostly every two weeks, but like I say, this August has been a little off and maybe we'll get back to the typical schedule in September. We'll see. Find us at tradeshowguy.net and of course the blog at tradeshowguy dot, uh, tradeshowguyblog.com. There we go. All right. So this week, uh, I got a chance to catch up uh, for an interview with a very funny and fun lady, Jan McInnes. Uh, she's at theworklady.com. She's a keynote speaker, an author, a comedian. She's been doing this for a long, long time. She decided after doing marketing for a long time, she said, you know, I really want to try this other thing, being a, a comedian. And she's taken her on an interesting path. And uh, she does a lot of events, keynotes, and things like that. So uh, I figure it's in the event world. Let's give her a, a chance to talk about it. Should be kind of fun. Uh, and that's who we're talking to, Jan McInnes, here on this week's interview. I want to welcome to Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee, Jan McInnes. Good morning, Jan. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Well, you know, when I saw what you did, I just thought, you know, this would be a fun conversation. Uh, keynote speaker at a lot of events and conferences and things like that. Comedian, author, former marketer. You've even written for like comedy shows or for TV uh, and stuff, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Jay Leno to uh, guess on the Jerry Springer show. I've done a lot of writing. <laughs> yeah. lot of I remember when I used to tell this little story. I, I, I ran into Jay Leno like walking five feet away as he was eating a corn dog at a race down in Laguna Seca. And so we always tell friends, hey, we ate lunch with Jay Leno. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't anyway. done that. I've met him, but that's yeah. about it. <laughs> so, uh, give me just like a thumbnail sketch of of how you got to where you are now, and 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 also, if you want to include that, how the pandemic has affected you. Oh uh, well, oh, really, pandemic? Really? No, we're over that, right? <laughs> right, right. Is that a cancellation? Fingers today? crossed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? I started. Um, I always, as a kid, wanted to be a comedian. It was not the class clown, but. Just thought, you know, if you got to do something for work, you might as well do something fun. So that sounded fun. And uh, never uh, pursued it. And I went to college, you know, uh, graduated from Virginia Tech. And I remember the night at graduation, we went out for a dinner with my parents, my family, you know, nice restaurant. And I, I remember thinking, you know, now is not the time to tell them I want to be a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> so I zip it. I didn't say a word and um, went into marketing for about uh, 12, 15 years. Still had the bug, you know, still wanted to do it. I was living in, uh, I grew up in the DC, DC area, so I was living out there, and uh, finally I got up the uh, courage and tried it, got on stage at open mic, and uh, and got booked uh, from that open mic, uh, it was amazing, I had a couple of starts and stops before that, but really the first time I just said, this is it, I'm going to try it one more time, and that's it, and got booked uh, to open for Kevin Nealon from Saturday Night Live, it's a big deal. Wow. Um, yeah, I still kept my day job for a couple of years, uh, did comedy on the East Coast, and um, finally decided, you know, 
I'm going to give it a shot. One interesting thing, um, when I was, I was working in associations at the time, so I had a lot of connections with the association community. I, I saw, I booked the Capitol Steps, uh, which is a comedy singing troupe. Yep. Uh, Familiar. I Capitol think I've seen them. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Very, and, I, and at the time I was working comedy clubs nights and weekends. And I, I remember handing them a check that night and saying, wow, th this is for a corporate, you know, five, there are five people in their group and it was 25 years ago, but I'm thinking, maybe there's a market for comedy at conventions and trade shows. Right, and, right. and my comedian friends were like, no, no, no. There's just, you know, um, private gigs at like Christmas time, you know, holiday parties. But I kept it in the back of my head, you know, I think there's something more here. And I got on the road with comedy and then kind of worked my way to corporate comedy, running into, tripped my way into it, I'd have to say, <laughs> and ended up doing corporate comedy. And then 2008, 2009 hit, you know, recession, People were saying we still want comedy. We gotta have a we gotta have a message, and so I got into humor keynotes, keynotes on change, and keynotes right. on communications. And uh, you know, here I am. <laughs> well, like I mentioned in in the in the green room, you know, I talk about the comedians that are uh, comedians, uh, magicians. I know that incorporate magician uh, ma magic into their their trade show presentations yeah. because it's like eighty percent information and twenty percent entertainment. And, yeah. and you know, you've got to learn to mix the the humor in with the message, which is. Obviously, you've learned a way to do that, and you've been doing that for quite some time. So that's how yeah. you got into speaking. What about conference organizers? How did you get into that? I mean, you kind of alluded at that, but uh, maybe we can dig a little deeper into that. So how did you find those people? How do you work with them? Yeah. What are they looking for? Is it different I, with uh, sure. everybody? I did. I did uh, pretty much. I got into it pretty much backwards. I got into bureau, working for spe with speakers bureaus first and mm -hmm. was working with a dozens and dozens of them. Uh, and then the, the recession hit and I started, I, I didn't know you could do this on your own. <laughs> and, uh, and then I talked to my friend Kent Rader and he said, uh, yeah, you just, you can get into a, you know, do your own marketing. Uh, Cause everything kind of was going away with a lot of the bureaus. And so I did, I started doing my own marketing. Um, I, I, uh, I always have a client call ahead of time when I, um, with the organizer to find out about their group and a little, little customization, just so I know, I, I love learning about the different groups. Uh, yeah. you know, most people work in one or two industries their whole life. I get to work in, you know, 20, 15 different industries, um, you know, healthcare to education. So, uh, working with the organizers, uh, you know, I, I, how do I find them? Um, combination internet, um, finding associations, I do a lot of association work, uh, finding the associations you want to work with. I still work with some bureaus and agents. Um, it's real, it's a real mix on finding them. Um, uh, that's probably, I say that the, the comedy or the keynote is free. It's the, um, you know, you're, you're paying me to fly there and travel there and all the marketing I do to get there. Um, but you know, the, once I, I book something with someone, I have a nice conversation with them. I have a little sheet that I go through and just says, you know, what's about their group, what's their theme, all that good stuff. Try to um, find out uh, what these people are dealing with, especially now. Um, and, and we are still dealing with the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> so I'm curious, uh, is, is, is the kind of information you present to them really timely? In other words, if you, you could you give the same thing today that you gave five years ago, almost word for word? Or, or do, do those types of things change depending on what's going on in, in their industry? Well, you know, uh, it, I do have sections of my keynote that change with right. who the group is and what's happening in the industry and sections that stay the same. Um, you know, uh, my jokes are a lot the same because, you know, yeah, you can tell sure. a dieting yeah. joke that you did 10 years ago and it's still <laughs> applicable now. 
So I, I don't move, change it out that as much, um, but I do talk, have a keynote on change. So obviously I have to do some change and communication. I talk about how to use humor in business and that is a skill. Uh, those tips are never going to change. I mean, obviously with the event, I try to find out what types of um, clients they're going after and that sort of thing. And I tailor a bit to that. But um, that, you know, the, the tips are pretty solid on, on how to get humor in business. And we're not talking about being a comedian. We're talking about just, you know, you're at, a, you're at a trade show, okay? You know, that's a perfect time to practice humor. That's a perfect time because you're networking and you and humor really is a muscle. You got to practice and it's a great time to, you know, when people come by your booth or whatnot to ask different questions, you know, not the, hi, I'm Jan, what do you do for a living, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of boring and not memorable. There's ways you can kind of connect with people instantly, get them to want to talk to you, get them to want to come back, buy your product. If you can use a little bit of humor, don't don't you want to do business with someone that's kind of joking around a little bit and, and you're more approachable that way, right? So there's uh, there's ways to do that in um, at the trade shows. Well, your humor is really kind of different from person to person. I, it took me a long time to figure that out, that some humor can really be cutting and, and, and hurtful. Uh, and so if you're trying to make a joke, sometimes you laugh at it, but someone else might not, you know, and I, I suspect in a business setting that you've kind of got to be on your toes with that. If you're naturally funny, or if you like to throw those things out, or if you're not, maybe it's more of a challenge. So how, how do you talk about that kind of angle? Uh, first of all, I say, you know, stay away from the hot topics, sex, drugs, right. rock and roll and politics, probably, politics, you yeah. know, <laughs> stay away from the cheap shots, you know, uh, um, it's easy sometimes, you know, people say, I'll have a client call and they'll say, oh, make fun of his, uh, her hair, or make fun of his divorce. I mean, I've had people say that. I'm like, no, no yeah. <laughs> that's not funny. So I say, use your common sense, uh, do the humor that you think is funny for you, but don't go for the cheap shots. Um, go, you know, and don't worry so much about it not hitting. People focus so much on the humor not working and it's not going to work. Do the humor. You, if you find it funny, you'll sell it. And, uh, and you'll say it and, and have fun saying it. And most people in business aren't um, upset if you use appropriate humor, even if it doesn't get a big laugh, they aren't, oh, you know, she's not funny. Um, they are if you're a comedian and you get on stage and you're not funny. <laughs> then people get a little yeah. upset, uh, you know, in a comedy club. But um, in, in a business setting, they mostly appreciate you're trying to lighten the situation. And again, it shows that you're you're approachable and someone that they might want to do business with. So don't worry so much about bombing or not, or people laugh at different levels, you know? Yeah. You get your, you get your accountants that laugh, you know, here's where they laughed at down here, you know? But I know that I've done shows for hundreds of accountants and, and okay, that's how they're gonna laugh. You know, you get your marketing people who use laughing up here and the laughs are great, um, but don't let that rattle you, you know, don't, don't worry about that. Um, Try to add some levity and, and people want to, again, want to do business if you're, if you sound fun and um, interesting and they'll, they'll, and you'll make a, a nice instant connection. And I would guess uh, if you, if you're laughing at something, if people are laughing at a joke one time, but the next time they don't laugh at it, that kind of tells you something. If they stop laughing at something over time, then maybe it's time to move that out. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, I you find humor in, in uh, conferences and exhibits and all all over the place. I mean, oh, yeah. we, we're yeah. so used to going right into our booth and stand there and, you know, start looking around. I mean, grab the agenda, look at that, look for the, pull out the fun, the ironies and things like that. I mean, I find a lot of humor. I, I did uh, an event one time where I was emceeing and, and uh, I was also keynoting the guy uh, who uh, spoke right after me. I uh, was doing a program on, um, uh, right before me, he was doing a program on networking. 
uh, Keith Ferrarzi, and the title of his talk was Never Eat Lunch Alone, R right after him on the agenda was Lunch on Your Own. And it's like, come on. Some of this stuff just writes itself. <laughs> exactly. But we don't that look would, at that. that definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. let's talk a little bit about networking uh, uh, because to me, a laugh is an icebreaker. If you can get someone to smile even a little bit, boy, you've got a long way to making a little bit more connection there. So how do you approach right. those types of things? Because I, I know a lot of people, I don't like to network. I've learned how to over the years, you know, how to just go up to somebody and say, hey, how's it going? <laughs> well, I, uh, I'd ask funnier questions. Uh, you know, ask more memorable questions. It's a fun way to get people started. You know, hey, uh, I, I don't know. So I tell people to practice their, uh, their humor muscle by asking questions like, um, uh, you know, what's your worst job you ever had? You know, what's, what's the worst job you ever had, Tim? What's the worst thing you ever did? We all had those bad jobs. Yeah, exactly. I'd have to think about that. But, uh, <laughs> I remember working on a farm shoveling horse manure for a day. Ah, there you go. There, that was a, that was a job, not a hobby. <laughs> that was pretty right? bad. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty bad. Yes. I, I did telemarketing. All right. I can have some fun with joking. I actually about, did uh, that for like about four hours and said, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I did it for four hours too. And, uh, I, I became, a, um, I did it for, I did, uh, sold sides of people on telephone. Four hours. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah. I, I quit was, after four hours, which gave me seniority, right? I had a lot of <laughs> nobody, resistance. <laughs> <laughs> nobody sells anything more than four hours. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, so ask him an unusual question, something that's memorable, because it's so funny. I throw that out in my, uh, in my keynotes on communications and there's someone else who's shoveled horse manure. I mean, there's someone, and you get these fun connections or you something memorable or, ah, that's the guy that did that. So, so ask different questions. Sure. You need right. to know their name and their, company and all that's on their name badge um but have some fun with the, with different questions and it'll give you some practice and make you a little more memorable and kind of break the ice a little bit cool and cool. before we wrap it up you've got a couple of books i want to i want to have you mention those uh uh thanks yeah i have yeah. two books uh one is on writing humor finding the funny fast it's how to create quick humor to connect with clients coworkers, and crowds and the other one is called Convention Comedian Stories and Wisdom from uh, Two Decades on uh, Chicken Dinners and Comedy Clubs. Kind of like a memoir in a sense, that one? Yeah, yeah. And, and every chapter has a little story and then it has what I learned from that. Because I feel like we have to learn from our experiences. So what did I learn from that bad or good experience? Well, cool. I'm uh, speaking with Jan McKinnis and you are at, uh, give me the website. I think I have it. Theworklady.com. Theworklady.com. It's all right there. Keynote speaker, comedian, uh, author. Uh, comedy writer, former marketer, and uh, former telemarketer. <laughs> and now sitting on my couch until COVID's over. <laughs> exactly. Jan, I really appreciate your time. Thanks again. Hey, thank you. Thanks again to Jan McKinnis. Find her at theworklady.com. And everything you want to know about her there, the books and all of that stuff. Uh, about to wrap up this week's edition of Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. This week's One Good Thing is a book that I'm about 60% uh, through. It's pretty cool. It's called Since We Fell... Uh, a novel by Dennis Lehane. I actually hadn't heard of the guy, but I started reading the you know the, the description. I thought, well, this sounds kind of cool. The thriller. Uh, he also wrote. You might have heard these or heard, seen the movies of them. Gone Baby Gone was a movie. Mystic River was a movie. Uh, Shutter Island. A lot of other stuff. Uh, World Gone By. Live by Night. Moonlight Mile. Uh, it's really an interesting book. Very well written. I'm just enjoying the heck out of it. So that's what this week's One Good Thing Since We Fell by Dennis Lehane. And that wraps up this week's edition of Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. Have yourself a great week or two, and uh, we'll do this again soon. <laughs>